This is Vixen John, creator of Minute Made New York, and you're listening to Minutes Heard. On today's episode of Minutes Heard, you're going to hear a conversation from a cool guy that I met a few years ago called Ricky Wolf. The first time I met him was actually at a bike shop downtown Brooklyn. My bike caught a flat on my way riding from work to home, and I passed by the bike shop and I met this cool guy and we had a great conversation. He fixed my bike and I thought, hey, why not invite him to be a part of my series? So I actually connected with him again at his apartment in Brooklyn and realized that he's an amazing creator and he creates his own line of bike accessories. So compelling enough, I had to sit down and have a conversation with him. So sit back and take a listen. Yeah, what motivates you to like kind of wake up and like do what you do and like kind of uh, you know start with your craft, you know just uh, yeah. What motivates what motivates you to like you know just keep going every day, you know? I think it's like the collective New York like energy. Like I always I always thought to myself, how could something just like a place? It's just a place, but this place itself has like a, a whole different like energy to it, you know. And when you wake up and you're we exist within it, you either you get left behind really quickly if you don't, like, adapt, improvise, you know? So, like, that's kind of what, just, like, the, the, na- the like, the, the natural energy of, of this place. It's weird, because I, I, like, I don't think that I'm a different person, but since I moved over here from Texas, I'm, like, I, I am thinking differently, like, but it's just a place. Like, how come I couldn't discover these, this knowledge in another place? You know, it's weird. So, I think, and also just, like, living here and in, in the environment where I live, you know, like, lots of artists and just people that, like, would rather make things than, like, watch TV or whatever, you know, like, which they do, too, and we all still watch TV and stuff, but, you know what I mean, like, they have, like, a different desire, and I, and I, I recently discovered that you could be creative, that anybody could be creative, I don't know, I, was, I never thought, I, I, was, I was raised as an engineer, and so I have, you know, I was very, like, inside the mathematic equations type thinking, and then I came here, and it's just, like, you can wild out in any way you want. And so that's what keeps me alive. It's just constantly wilding out. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Flipping the script, you know, like it's part, I think New York is a very evolutionary place. Like evolution is happening here, I think. Because it, it, if you notice, like way back then, you know, back in the day more, but it disseminates, you know, it takes stuff years to get to Texas, years to get to like Minnesota or whatever, like, you know, and so I think this is a very like forward place. And, that energy also kind of like pushes me, propels me. Nice. Yeah, I feel the same. I mean, things are look out your window rapidly <laughs> changing like seriously nuts. Oh man, especially yeah. down. Like, I mean, because like I, even though I was born and raised in Brooklyn, like just, just like looking around my neighborhood, like I just noticed like a lot of changes. I mean, areas are gonna constantly change over time, and things aren't gonna be there forever. But like, it's just it goes from like something that you're like used to to like something that's much more. All right, all right, Lucy. All right, there, love. Let me finish my little convo with your body. Just around. All right. It's always changing. And that's one thing I I really think that's interesting about New York also, because you have people that it's changed a lot in in the time that they've been here too, you know? And, And there's always like a, everybody holds on to a certain piece of it. And, and they show it, too, and that's what's cool about, like, the mix of the old and new, too. Definitely. It's changing. It, it's always changing. Even, I, I've only been here for, like, two years, but even in that time, it's changed, like, a lot, I think. 
But then again, I'm like, it's always changing. Like, why? Some people develop it as like a crutch, or like some people view it in like a negative way. But it's just that's just it. Like, it's always gonna be that. It's just always changing. It is always changing. It always has changed. It's gonna keep doing that. Right. You know? Yeah. Definitely. Um. So let's see. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Thinking. What else? Want to actually? Want to just get into like your work? Like, um, you know, currently like clothes and all that stuff and. Yeah, so, like, what's what's that line about? Like, what do you, like, in a sense of, like, your work, making clothes, so what's that? It's, um, it's, it has roots in, like, bicycling, sort of, but the, every, there's a lot of, like, communities, um, here, and, like, there's, like, a bike person community and stuff, and, like, if you wear certain things, you're typed as a certain thing, you know? And, like, I, I kind of like, I think the world was meant to mix, and I like to, like, blur those lines, and that's what, what the, the kind of, it, but it has, like, roots in, like, bicycle, too, so it's, like, functional and good. I think that right now there's a lot of things made overseas that aren't necessarily, like, you're just making stuff that gets thrown away. I don't want to make things that get thrown away. And I want to, like, look, I want to be in the, like, like I said, in the, the evolution of, of, in the spirit of, like, evolution or whatever, like, I want it to be, like, progressive and, and, like, different shapes and, like, just something that's, like, well thought out and, like, produced, like, locally and stuff. I try to, like, I have all uh, friends in the garment district that I get all this stuff from and source pieces from here and there and make sure it's all quality and I know them. Like, you see these, like, stones here? Each one of these is going to be on, on a certain, like, next project or whatever. And that's how it works. It's just, but it's bike inspired though, just not looking like it's bike inspired, because it'll still like the backpack I'm making has like a U lock holder, and it has like a, a spot for like uh, to hide your keys into in, into the strap. So you you don't like say it's winter and you have gloves, you can like unlock you, you know lock up your bike and then put your keys back in like not to take your gloves off or whatever you know like it's it's but it's robust too. It's like well made and it's like designed properly I guess I guess I'm a designer now but <laughs> that, but that's what I'm doing is I'm just trying to make something good something worthwhile so I can like help out I guess. cool dope um, how long have you been about how long have you been in like the bike life I guess so that's hashtag bike life I, I started um, I actually moved to New York because I wanted to be a bike messenger I, I got my degree in engineering and I was like, yeah, I'll be a bike messenger till I, I like, you know, find an engineering job out there. And uh, I, there is no oil and gas engineering jobs out here, <laughs> I've later found. And um, so I didn't, I didn't end up being a bike, I mean, I, I was a bike messenger for a little, but I realized, I quickly realized that the things that I got here that I, that I thought was like still going on, um, like was like had gone away already like about house music and like being a bike messenger and everything that's like people I got here and people were like the heyday for that was like over like it's you know it's things have changed obviously like we've said earlier but the things have changed and like it's not you can't really be a lucrative bike messenger anymore you know or and so I did that and and when I was while I was doing that I, I thought like wow I'm like, I live in Disneyland, like I live at Disneyland, but I can't ride any of the rides because I'm just like working to eat, you know, like I'm working to sleep, you know, like I'm just wearing myself out as a bike messenger. And then I found this, this job at, at the bike shop where I met you and, and um, I had some friends of mine say that I, you know, 
basically like faked it till I made it, you know. <laughs> and some friends of mine just say I worked at their shop because I, I had sort of, but never like for an extended period. And and actually, I mean, I, I was you know fortunate enough to where you know just showed up smiling like, hey, I'm ready to work, and they gave me the chance, and now I'm a manager at that shop, and I handle mostly everything their mechanical side, so you know didn't necessarily lie, but I, <laughs> it was like definitely not not a not an experienced mechanic, but I mean, you know, now I am for sure, and, you know, I can handle, I can hold it down, but, um, that's where, that's where it started for me, and so now, that's where the bike, that's where, like, the bike routes kind of come in, because I, I wanted to be a bike messenger, and then I started working for a bike shop, and then I realized that, like, all these things, these, there's, like, a niche for stuff that, like, looks good, I don't know, I think there's a different aesthetic from stuff that comes from here. And I think that the stuff that, that looks good isn't necessarily available to people. And that looks good and is good, you know. It's like when I was like, like with food where it's like pick two but you can't have all three. Where it's like good, cheap, and healthy. Right. You know, like you can have good food that's cheap, but it's probably not healthy. Or you can have like really good and healthy food, but it's not that cheap. Right. You know, like, so I just want to like center it a little more. <laughs> I think balance is key. Balance is huge. That's like one other thing that wakes me up, or that I wake up and like try to survive for. I guess balance. Balance is a huge, huge thing to like help other people out with. You know, like any sort of like sickness or any things like that usually are from an imbalance somewhere. You know, I think we're as I think it's so weird that we're born in this society, but we know so little about ourselves. Like we're born here, but we don't know ourselves. Like, you, you know, like, I think that's strange how we're born that way. We're born very disconnected from ourselves. Like, how people always say, like, oh, I'm off, like, finding myself or whatever, you know? <laughs> and I think that's a strange thing, I think, you know? But but the, I think it's true, though, too, you know? And sometimes when you're sick or, or something like that, there's, like, an imbalance that you're just not on your radar with yet. And then you, you, when you start to, like, look at, actually think for yourself, like, not just, like, accept that, like, oh, creatine is good for me, you know, or whatever, like... I think that people should, uh, you know, make their own decisions, like, on on everything. Like, just because you're born in this society doesn't mean you have to, like, play by its same rules and stuff like that, you know. Like, you should, like, see if stuff really works for you or not. And so that's where maybe, like, imbalances come from. So people get sick and all that, and, you know, like, it's just an imbalance. You have to, like, look only within yourself and find where and how to fix it, you know, just try. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I think something like finding yourself, I feel like, you know, a lot of people go out to find themselves because, you know, we're, at the end of the day, we're all an accumulation of our experiences, you know, and if you haven't experienced much, then that's what you're going to be. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, true. You know, uh, totally. once you step outside of that and you kind of like discover or go, want to discover like who you really are in the sense of like what I like and what I don't like and, you know, what I enjoy and, you know, what I'm getting out of this life, that's when you find yourself through the experiences yeah. that you create. True, you know? definitely. So, you know, I completely yeah. agree with that. I mean, like, I recently went to Paris for, like, you know, because of the series. Really? So I made, um, awesome. you know, with the, the couple ones that I've done so far, uh, like, I made, like, a short little documentary type thing, and I entered that into a contest, and then I became a finalist, and one of the screens was in Paris. Oh, wow. So just, oh, like, took huge. a trip to Paris, and I was, like, my first time there, my first time like, in Europe, period, and that shit was, like, amazing, because if I never started this, if I never even 
like started this or whatever the case may be. Like everything kind of leads to something else. Yes, know? exactly. I was so, just thinking that. Hence the connection has to balance. So if I never started this, I would have never like Paris was beyond my comprehension of like thinking. Like yeah, totally. You know, it's like, not even know, a possibility. Right. Like, I know Paris is a place, existed. but when am I even thinking about thinking about going there? You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the cool thing is, is that. You fought. You fought. You found your flow. You followed your flow. That's important too. You followed your flow, and like, look where it landed you. Like, you you got to go to Paris. Like how you, how you say like, and you got to go not only just to travel to Paris and, and expand your mind and, and and like change your perspective on things, but you got to go and it was it was building you too. That's huge. When you it's like almost like a I don't want to say but like a work trip sort of because right. it, it like you know it's like in your experiences of like this is. So, more closer to my passion experience. Right. You know, well, it was a mixture cool. of both. I mean, I think because I didn't only go there just for the like the festival, but like I had a couple of days to like kind of like explore and like do things. Mm-hmm. So I had that mixture of like, yeah, I'm here because of what I did, and I'm here because well, it's just an amazing place to be too. So yeah. you know, it was just like a little bit of both, and I'm lucky that I had enough time to like, you know, be there to experience like both sides to it. You know? Yeah, totally. So it was like pretty dope. That's cool. How long did you go for? I was there for like a, um, just like late September, so like a couple of days. Well, it was like basically like a long weekend. Um, That's cool. But yeah, it was. I mean, it felt longer because you know it was just like I was doing so much stuff. And yeah, it's so different. And yeah, you're just like, I see. That's one thing that I, I really love is of like your when you travel. You're there's an old quote that I I've, I've written down. I've memorized over and over, and it, it's distance provides perspective, and perspective confers wisdom. Grand Sea Wisdom, you need both to succeed, and it's like when when you go and you your 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 perspective is changed because you you of your travel, you know, like the just you know you you not only is your mind expanded because you went through this like zone of complete unknowns. When you come back to where you normally reside, it's it puts a different spin on it too. Like it has like a lasting effect on you. Cause your of their perspective change it makes you a little wiser too you know because you've seen things from a different light you know and you you know I, I think that's that travel is like important in that regard and that that uh that's that's awesome did you see new york a little different after you came back yeah i mean really? just just in the sense like there was certain there was similar things to new york that's in paris obviously it's kind of like a rural area so like it's like city yeah it's yeah. like city so like you're gonna have those similarities like you know riding the train and like you know going to like stores and stuff but just like people are just more chill there i mean new york is chill in the sense of like you know people people being from different backgrounds and you know, kind of like having that mixing pot, but with Paris, is, you just kind of feel like, I guess it was probably because I was vacationing, but uh-huh. I just felt like more relaxed, not too stressed, not like go, 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 bustle, 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 but I'm yeah. pretty sure like people in Paris have that, you know, but like I think things are a little bit more laissez-faire, no point of opinion, because it's French, but yeah, but it's like people are just like, like it, it's going to get done, you know, there's like, I don't know, everyone just seems very, like I guess the quality of living there is much more higher Huh. you know, there than here because it's just, you know, things aren't extremely expensive. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, in the sense of, like, their work time, like, they take longer breaks. For so, example, like, so they have, like, like, I hear, like, they have, like, hours, like, four-hour breaks, you know, wow. for their work time. And that's chill? Yeah, that's super yeah, chill. So, like, they could, like, you know, go out to a cafe, you could hang outside, have a cafe, like, a coffee, and, like, just, like, hang out, you know? So, I think, in the sense of, like, their environment, it's not as stressful. Right. You know, everything's just, like relatively more chill. Mm, you know, here it is chill, but 
it depends on where you are, one. It depends on, like, yeah. like in the Manhattan is not chill. It's just, like, everything's, like, hustle bustle, you know? You have to, like, establish it. Yeah, you have to kind of establish it for yourself. But there's Otherwise, kind it's of, like, wherever like a bar, you, you, like, leap over. Right. And it's either, like, cutthroat, hustling, you're in the wash, or, like, you kind of, like, not have made it, but you're doing all right. Now you can chill, sort of. Yeah. No, it's like, like, it takes a second to get some roots here. Yeah, a little bit. But once you do, then it's like, yeah, you're, I'm pretty good to stay, you know? Mm-hmm. For what it is. Well, yeah, that's what Paris was for me. So, I mean, I definitely want to go back just to, like, kind of see some more stuff. But, yeah, just tra- traveling in general. Like, I just, I never really had the opportunity. So yeah. now that I kind of popped that cherry, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just like, yeah, I kind of want to, you know, obviously the travel bug, you get it. And then you just want to go more places. And really? just see what happens, you know? And that's the next shit that I'm thinking about designing. Like, stuff that you can, like roll with like that looks cool but still has like a spot for your phone like and and you can like wear them for like three or four days and like just stuff so you can travel far and light you know like makes i'm trying to make some like ninja kid shit that's really (laughs) what i want i want some like really durable and like functional type stuff and with like a cool steve you know that's all it's about really yeah, definitely. I like Nature traveling, stuff. like, ironically, because that's my life bag. Because <laughs> my whole life is in a bag between my, like, laptop and camera, shit like that, like, work, whatever. So, well, it's like, oh, it's a dope bag, but it's just, just yeah. heavy, whatever. I mean, I'll survive. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, in general, like, you know, traveling lights, uh, that's pretty chill. Right. Um, just mean, one more thing. Um, uh, I usually like asking people about a story. Um it's nice something, yeah. Oh. No, I said that's a nice watch. Oh yeah, thanks. Got this from uh, you know Jack Threads. Yeah. Jack um, Threads. It's a it's an online weird. men's store app. Uh, so you do like the flash sales type stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So that's where I got it from. It's it was oh, like thirty cool. bucks. It's signs. Yeah, the zodiac signs. That's I didn't realize that until I kind of looked closer. I was like, oh, what the fuck are those shits? <laughs> 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 I thought it was like a freaking like scribble or like the globe. It was like, oh wait, that's a zodiac shit. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Sykes on Jack Threads. Just check it out. It has some cool stuff. Um, Jack Threads. Yeah, Jack Threads. Yeah. Interesting. Um, but anyway, yeah, so... Uh, <coughs> Sorry. Question, no, that's fine. Uh, the last question you'd like to ask me, just like, uh, like getting stories. So I know recently you had like an injury. You know, sorry about that, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Scary. Um, that was a scary one. Yeah, I mean, if you want, do you want to talk about the injury? Talk about like the bike kill? Like, like if you want to share like an experience from bike kill that was kind of kind of insane like your craziest uh, okay you know what just talk about your most memorable craziest bike adventure or bike story or like one time like I was biking down this hill and then there was a ramp and it wasn't really a ramp it just was there then I like skyrocketed 500 feet and then landed on a roof because it was just all set up that way I don't know whatever <laughs> it's, it seems very yeah. Tony Hawk <laughs> like Tony Hawk Pro Stater but like yeah, yeah, like, right. Talk about like uh, a bike story of yours that's like, you know, one you can't really forget. I guess I'll never forget um, crossing Texas on on a bike. Um, me and my friend Tyler, he he decided that he wanted to ride across Texas, and he asked me if I I, I would go with him. I was like, yeah, sure, why not? You know, and like I wouldn't even have like a helmet even. Like I had not bought a helmet. Like I was on this like really old bike that I had that actually. It cracked here in New York. It still rode it for a while, and it finally cracked because like the salt and stuff. It was like a steel bike, so they're susceptible to weather and corrosion and things. But anyways, we rode across Texas together, and uh, that was pretty fun. That I could not believe that 
one could do that. You know, one could just, like, cycle. Like, I mean, it's almost like running or something. You know, like, it's it's like a, a human-powered, you know, just, like, the distance that we covered was just, like, insane. I could I could just, I think that's, like, a really interesting how far you can, re- like, how much ground you can really cover just on a bike just because of the wheels and the gears and, you know, like, this mechanical like wonder almost you know because it's it's definitely like you need almost every piece on your bike like there's really not too much that's extra on your bike you know like if one spoke is broken the wheel is completely out of true and if you keep riding it like that the tension will will shift into the different spokes and then it'll start to get more wobbly and wobbly just from one spoke you know like there's a really interesting equilibrium that exists with bikes you know like how, how it's almost like purely balanced too there's two wheels there's two sides to the handlebar there's two pedals there's it's like it splits you in half too almost you know and i think one of my favorite like i guess fun facts about bikes is that uh albert einstein we all know who albert einstein is but he um he thought of the basis for the theory of relativity you know basically like what he's known for while he was riding his bike and i think it, that that is just like there's levels to that, you know, because you're, you're you're outside, you're propelling yourself, you know, time and distance aren't, like, necessarily a thing anymore, and, like, you know, you're, you're, you're doing physical activity, so that's, you know, pushing endorphins and, and things of, you know, just, like, chemicals through your body, They're, you're, you're moving, you're moving, and through your eyes, you're experiencing movement, too, and, you know, scenery, you know, everything's just changing, you know, and, and I, and I think it starts to get gears in your mind also started to, like, a, I like to say like I, I planned I planned my whole like New York escape from Texas off the back of my saddle on my mountain bike. I used to ride that mountain bike up there through the trails of Texas and, and Mexico and just like think and, and just flow with the earth and it's just like a wonder to me how like mechanically we can just cover so much ground on a you know, on, on a bike. And it's cool and I I like the levels that it gets, you know. It, it's good for you physically, it's good for you mentally, it's fun, you know, you can experiment with different types of bikes, like, when I was younger, I didn't know that bike shops even existed, because we lived in, in a place where it was like Toys R Us and Walmart, you know, and, and they sold like 20 inch Mongoose BMX bikes that I thought, like, that's how bikes were, like, that's what bikes yeah, were, like Murray's and stuff, you know, like, and I didn't know later on, my mom told me, because she, she didn't want to say no to me. <laughs> And so she, we never went by bike shops because we didn't have, like, money for that or whatever. But um, later on, I discovered that there's so many different types of bikes and uses of bikes and cargo bikes and all this, you know, people. Like, the Bike Kill event is just a wondrous, like, zoo of crazy contraptions and creations that aren't necessarily practical, but it's cool. It gives you a really good, like, understanding on the basis of how we came up with all this and why we ride what we ride today and... And just like interesting, I like different geometries and ideas, and what, and also just what people take with like scraps, you know, like a lot of those bikes are built from like defunct, like cheap bikes, you know, they're just like weld them up because they use cheap steel, so they're not necessarily like expensive, you know, because they're not aluminum, so they just like weld them, you know, and 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 uh, make all these really interesting like contraptions they call bikes. <laughs> a lot of them don't have brakes. Uh, <laughs> And it's 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 a zoo out there. I mean, and then bike kill is just you know you get like 
you know, you drinking drinking in the mix there, and it turns into a wild zoo. <laughs> There's people like trying to knock you off the bikes by throwing these like four foot diameter foam skulls at you, you know. And I was riding a bike that became my favorite bike uh, right away. It was like a super small bike with super small wheels, and uh, it was just so high, and the wheels were so small. It was just like a funny, like it's not practical, but it's cool that you can ride them. It's, it's so basic you know bikes came bikes pr- gave us wings you know the, the Wright brothers invented flight off of their you know they had a bike shop and um, they would use like the proceeds from their bike shop to fund their like aeronautical research that they didn't know that they were you know they, how, who would have thought how, how much of a lasting impact they would have you know like we've even jumped our own like we've jumped the gun on ourselves as a human race like the Concorde they don't really fly the Concorde anymore, that, like, supersonic jet, you know? They yeah. used to get, they was like, it's just too huge, it's a gas guzzler, like, <laughs> it's not practical, but, I mean, we t- we've taken it to the most extreme, you know, from bikes. You know, now we can, like, supersonically, like, get people from, you know, New York to Paris in, like, four hours? What was the Concorde fly? Like, three hours? Or like, Give three, or take, yeah. Yeah, they're, like, like supersonic, you know, like, yeah. think of the wings that bikes gave us, you know? from such a simple thing I think I think that's a, also maybe a, a sign like a statement right there like from something simple can be so over engineered that it becomes impractical and, you know so there's balance in that too now I mean not that we wasted money and, and, and all that I mean kind of we did we wasted like resources and things you know like that, making this like super fly jet that was like great in theory but not in practicality you know right. balance wasn't in the equation there I mean I'm sure but you know what I mean like in the grand scale of things yeah but balance and bikes <laughs> thanks for listening to this episode of Minutes Heard make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and follow or subscribe to Minute Made New York on Facebook Instagram and on YouTube do you have a minute?